Scott Todd. December 28th, final pod of 2023. Another year of excellence here on the BroPod Network. Thursday evening, as is standard. Todd, what's going on? Um, we got a cord of firewood today. You got a cord of firewood. That's jolly. It's not dry. Oh. So I have to... I spent like four hours fucking stacking that shit. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait I minute. thought it... How do you... How is the cord delivered? Was it delivered? Let me start there. In a truck. A truckload. So, so a cord is like a full truck. I mean, it, it was. it's not a pickup truck. It's like a... He had like a, a dump sort of thing. Okay. So, the, so um, somebody came and took a shit of wood on your driveway. Yes. Got it. Okay. And it... It's been a torrential rainstorm the last couple of days, so Lovely. it looked wet, but I was like, oh, it's probably all surface water. Mm. It sounded good, so apparently firewood makes like a clink, clink when it's seasoned or dry, which takes yes. up to a year, um, and more of a thud when it's not, so it sounded Correct. clinky, so I was like, oh. eh, it's probably good, but it's, it's all dirty and wet, but again, sure. it fucking torrential downpour yesterday like rained solid for 24 hours Todd I have an important question for you yes did you utilize a tarp in order to protect the wood and keep it dry Is there I mean a tarp I have it tarped they clearly did not no. do shit to keep it dry clearly they didn't I'm talking about you is there now wood under yes. a tarp on your property today yeah but you just want to you just want to tarp the top because you need air to get it on the sides to keep of it course. dry if you Obviously. If you cover the whole thing, then it just gets it's mildewy. moldy under there. Yeah, that's gross. Can't have that. Um, so mine is all stacked. It looks fucking amazing. But I split a piece and my use my moisture meter, my wood moisture meter, and it's above. Stop. Stop. Twenty percent. <laughs> Why do you have a wood? You you I assume bought it solely for this purpose. You did not previously have a wood moisture meter. So not we possible. just got a uh, a wood-burning insert for our fireplace. Explain what that with is. That. So it's, um, ours has, it's a dual burn system. Okay. So it has a, a flue and then it has like a, a, con, a combustor thing on the top. So it, it burns soot in the air above the flame. Whoa. So it like double burns. Anything that didn't get burned in the fire, it burns it again. So oftentimes you'll see the wood on fire, but above there'll just be a ball of fire sitting in the top of the fireplace. And what's the selling point of that? Is it more heat? Is it better uh, for the environment? Well, it's supposed to heat 2,000 square feet. It also has a blower. Um, eh, I don't know if it heats. I thought it would have a lot more radiant heat. Mm. It gets hot as shit, though. It, it has a built-in thermometer. and It'll get like thousand degrees twelve hundred degrees in there if you really oh, got it cooking that's, that's safe okay uh if you put the well it's it's behind a, a door i know it's in a it's if you, uh, the screen yeah if you put the blower on our our living room is nice and toasty it gets the living room up to like 71 and with no heat on but is, i'm i'm gonna suppose something here and you tell me if it's if i'm accurate but then you go like in your house we're talking about the top floor 
but then you go into like your bedroom or the bathroom and it feels like it's 47 degrees. Am I right? No, it's it it it's still warmer there. It doesn't it's not nearly as warm as it is directly in front of the fireplace, but it it heats yeah. that room pretty well. Okay. Heats most of the top floor, I'd say. Hmm. I think the difference between it and like a wood stove which sort of sits out on its own is it's inside the fireplace, so it doesn't really get through the the brick wall surrounding, or sure. it doesn't get through as well as I would like. Well, as it shouldn't. Which is kind of, kind of a bummer. You don't want hot bricks. I mean, that's that'd be a problem. No, 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 but it kind of defeats the purpose if it's only radiating in one direction, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Okay, so... In any case, yes. so we purchased that, and we needed firewood because we did not have dry firewood so i i had we had some trees cut down and they'd split a bunch of stuff but for i've learned all this recently for firewood to be fully dry it needs to dry for like a year or six months yeah you mentioned that yeah so i ordered reasonable seasoned firewood and i don't i don't think it was dry lack Either of that season or they on the kept order. it in a, a pool I'm gonna guess that's not accurate, but I understand. I mean, I th- I think most of it was from the the uh, the rainfall, but I think I don't think it was that dry before. It wasn't as dry as it should mm-hmm. be. You want it under fifteen percent, and the split part is reading like twenty four. The split oh, so like the split side is so I to the split a log because I was like maybe it's surface water. I read also if like if it gets rained on, it shouldn't absorb all the way into the core of the wood. Supposedly it dry like dries before it you gets dry there. about an inch a year from every direction. Mm. So that's why I can take a year or two for firewood to season to get all the way to the core of the wood. By the way, before you continue, this is probably as good a time as any. Riveting. Um, <laughs> we're announcing a new pod on the network starting in 2024. Todd talks about wood. It's very misleading in the title, but, uh, it's it's just gonna be monthly because how much talk how, with Todd. how deep can you go? Yeah, <laughs> hard erect wood talk with Todd. Um, I have that word. And he's gonna talk about the, the moisture meter that he apparently has owned for years. And uh, no, I mean I, I think I got broke it for it this trying to jam it farther in the wood. I might have to get another one. Well, again, so that's wood talk with Todd. He's gonna talk <laughs> about moisture of wood, how wet it gets, and how he's jamming things into the wood. So. uh Coming next month in 2024 here at the Broadpod Network. So, a cord of wood. Roughly yes. how much is that? Is that like a three, four foot stack? Like you and I remember from our youth, like a full stack? Uh, a cord of wood, long, I think, is listed as, hold on, eight feet long by four feet tall by four oh. feet wide, I think. Okay. By four feet wide? Yeah, it's a shit ton. That's a shit ton. Twenty-eight cubic feet, so four by eight by four. Oh boy! Oh boy! Okay. Mine, mine are not. I mean, that's several stacks wide. Yeah. So I probably had of the wood I split. We probably had a half or a third of a cord already. I'm letting that season for a year, but then we pulled in this. So I, <laughs> it looks like I'm fucking. Are you going to sell uh, it to your neighbors now? Paul Bunyan here with all this shit. Do you have the flannel out, out there with the axe today? Do, 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 do. No, I wasn't, I wasn't big splitting blue today. I was just stacking, but mm. fucking A, I'm pissed that it's not dry because I can't burn it 
wet because if you burn wet wood, it burns, it doesn't burn as effectively. And also it releases creosote, which fucks up your chimney. And in my case, my new wood burning, uh, double burner, which I don't want to do. So have you had your chimney sweeped? I feel like we talked about this in person. Yeah. Well, so when they put in this thing, it also, you also add it a chimney liner, a stainless steel chimney liner. So we have so had our chimney swept, but okay. gotcha. the new one will be swept differently because it you'll just sweep the liner. So is that something you'll need to do like every season or every other season? You're supposed to do it every, he said every cord of wood. He's like, do it after the first year and then so in 10 we'll years. see if you need to do every year. Based on the size of the I core. Mean, that's, if you burn a cord of wood, that is a shit ton of firewood. <laughs> Let me, I, th- not surprisingly, so many questions are coming up. Um, how often do you guys run in fires? Like, is it when it's a certain temperature? Just when the the kids well, want now that it? We have the new the fireplace. We've been doing we've been doing it like every day. Every I've been buying like those little bundles of wood from like Home Depot or the. Oh yeah, uh, those are way too Lowe's. expensive. I mean, I'm sure the yeah, cord was like expensive, but ten bucks. Yeah, not worth it. That's like yeah. So you're using ten bucks. So ten bucks per per fire essentially. Yeah, and those a cord is probably fifty or sixty of those. Right, that's several years guess. worth, several seasons, I would imagine. Um, okay, that's the first question. Second question: Where is, I assume it's stacked up like next to your garage? Is that where you're stacking and racking? Or are you keeping it underneath the, the underneath the uh, the patio to keep it dry? Uh, it dry. is currently under the deck. That's but then I mean. we have a yeah. second. Uh, stack stack well it's out by the uh that's it's the original spot where the firewood was but that was all like rotted out but i think it's because we never built fires and it wasn't covered so i've covered both stacks i can i'll send you a picture you'll be like holy shit please do dying to know uh next question and i think this is the one burning in everyone's mind no pun intended why is it that you can't burn wet wood? Or does it just, you. it just doesn't burn as well? You didn't tell me. I did tell you. Okay. Well, tell me again. Tell the uh, listeners. It releases, cre- it burns more slowly and less efficiently. Okay. Sure. It, it doesn't burn as hot. Got it. And it also. Um, releases the creosote. Yeah. It releases Seat, creosote, whatever. which is bad for your fireplace. That's what they sweep out basically. Okay. I'm I'm mostly asking for my own personal edification because we do fires. I'd say I can count on one hand how often we have a fire each season, each winter. Mostly because Stella is terrified of the popping and crackling of the wood, and so we don't like bugging her with it. Also, no matter how hard we try, it kind of makes the house stink a little bit, like smell like fire, and then... Mm. You you probably don't have a good. Oh, one thing you should do Here is burn a piece of a uh, newspaper to get a. There's like a. It's called like a cold block or something. You have to heat up the air to draw it up into your fireplace. So you burn a piece of like uh, newspaper. I use paper towels because we don't have newspaper because it's not 1945. But um, it's not anymore. It, yeah, it right. heats up the air in the chimney and will help help it draw. You can also open a window for a minute and it should increase that and then and then close it off and burn sure and typically to be fair we're doing this 
when it's less than 10 degrees outside. So the idea of opening anything is not high on our priority list, but we could at least crack the door where I'm bringing the firewood in, which is right next to the fireplace. So we could, we could probably make that a reality. But, um, but yeah, my wood uh, is a mixture. Wet wood also produces yeah. more smoke. Which I'm fine with. Um, my wood is a combination of old Christmas trees, and there was also a aspen that fell down in our backyard that I chopped up a la Paul Bunyan. There's also one that Tim cut down that was in my backyard that was dead. He helped us out because he had a chainsaw, and I do not. Um, I know you guys do. We've talked about that on the pod. Episode yeah. 196, for those that making that up. I don't know where Is that true? No. I, it's, <laughs> what episode are we on? I have no idea. Like, uh, I think this is 240. Okay. So the the quarter meal is uh, is coming soon. February or March at the latest. Maybe the uh, Tahoe pot. Wet firewood is more prone yeah. to crackle and pop as well. Yes, very much so. So that's the other thing. Our firewood is underneath our deck as well. But when it snows, and especially when it's snowy and windy, as it was a few days ago, definitely getting a nice coverage of a few inches of snow on the top pieces of wood. Um, so keeping it dry is... I'm reading an article pretty we're talking. Yes. They, they say you can... Uh, <laughs> drying firewood, not much time. You can dry it in your oven. <laughs> like, who the fuck <laughs> is putting firewood in their oven? <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, I mean, it if says you turn must your have oven to a hundred degrees Celsius. Okay, first of all, no one knows what that means. This is this is from the UK, so maybe hang on, hang on, hang on, that. Todd, hang on. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right there. You really don't know what a hundred degrees Celsius is. You realize a hundred degrees Celsius is the boiling point of Celsius. So two twelve. Ah, a boy. I knew, I knew you'd get there. Took a little jostling. Anyway, also, does my, does my oven go degree down oven to 212? That's crazy. Anyway, go ahead. Um, let the oven get up to temperature. Place your logs on oven racks, ensuring no pieces are touching. Place a tray of water at the bottom of the oven to allow moisture levels to equalize. Oh, my God. What the fuck? I don't know. That's if you've got down. more time, it said basically just leave it outside for a year. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. There, I've I've read so I put some in my garage. Apparently, um, you can put a fan on it and keep it in a, a drier place. Will help it dry faster. Sure. Wind is a powerful drying force as well. Man, this article is just breaking ground. Wind dries things. I I never would have guessed that. This is amazing. You can you could put a fan on it if you're putting it in your garage too. Gotcha. This is all. These are all good notes. I will not be putting any in my garage. I don't have room in my garage. I also don't have a. Uh, what do they call them? Those fans. A giant fan. What's the term I'm thinking of? A commercial size fan. A box like a, fan. Yeah, I don't have one of those. <clears throat> and all of this investment of the energy spent in putting it in the oven, the fan blowing in the garage, like you're defeating the purpose. We're spending a lot of time and energy an effort to dry wood that we could just fucking throw in the fire and deal with the creosote, 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 creosote situation. That's my personal opinion. Now, if I thought it was damaging to my health, potentially I'd at least look into it, but I don't and I haven't and I won't. Um, 
So that's what you've been doing. That like is this is this was was this a multi-hour project today that you were doing outside? Could you get the help of your children or your wife? I'm assuming no. No, uh, my wife helped me a very little bit. It was mostly me, mm. from about nine a.m. to one or two. Yikes! That's commitment. Commitment I'm not willing to make to that sort of a project. <clears throat> not my ballywick, as the kids say. The kids from what year did you say? 1942. Yeah, those kids and their ballywicks. Uh, so you're not working this week. Is that fair? You've taken off this week. That is fair. Yeah. Okay. So what else are you doing besides wood stuff? Besides stroking the wood. Oh, this guy says he can dry oh my God. live standing wet to twelve percent in three and a half weeks in my basement with just a fan pointed at it. <laughs> I mean that makes sense. A I know you guys. Don't, I know you don't have a basement, but I. I mean, we do, but yeah, not, not that kind really. Of basement. Not that kind of basement. I have a. Uh, our basement is very dry, and I'd always wondered that. It it doesn't make sense to me. I feel like it would be, because it's surrounded by earth. It would be, maybe not more humid, but. I don't know. Well, that just doesn't you check live out. In one of the driest parts of the country, so. I do. That helps. That's why I'm not too worried about this wood situation. I mean, I wasn't anyway, and I give a fuck. But um, I feel like if I were going to go to the extremes that you're describing, I'd try to do it, you know, do it the right way. And that might be something I would do. Utilize the basement. I mean, it's there. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Use Could that your shit. wood drying yeah. thing. You put it next to your drums. Is that where your drums are? My my drums are in the basement. I bet they're crispy. The shells. Probably, yeah. Never really thought you about actually that. Probably should put a humidifier for the. Yeah, I probably. I, that's a very good point. The toms have sounded a little crinkled of late. <laughs> so I should probably look into that. They've been down there over nine years now. Um, <clears throat> or almost. How nine. old are those drums? Are they the same drums you've always had? Um, I mean, it's kind of a Frankenstein kit, but yeah, the base of it is the same kit that I bought. 1993? 30 years ago. It's 30 years next year. They're 30 years old. I've changed it Wait, pretty much every head. until 94? They're white, yes. right? Or they were? Yeah, they're white. What do you think? I'm spray painting my drums? What am I, no, the germs in 78? I'm trying no. to re- see if I could recall the color of the... Yes, it is a Yamaha kit, white kit. Um, Do you have the same snare you've had that whole time? No. I actually have a completely different snare because when Pick I was in Today We Escape, it's a long story. We like broke up for like a year. It was when Wilson moved to Portland. Remember when my friend Wilson lived? Oh, in, yes. Early, he lived in we Beaverton, I think. Yeah, we hung out. Um, anyway, no, we didn't. I hung out with him. We went to Voodoo Donut, you know, two diabetics gotcha. getting fucking 90 grams. Wait, is he a sugar. diabetic? Yeah, he's T1. So is his sister. What do you know? T1D! Anyway, um, so the band kind of broke up for like 18 months. And during that time, Jared, our guitarist and resident weed dealer, started another band. Is this the Weezer cover band? No, 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 no. That's that's a band I joined. Anyway, 
he started another band that I was not in. And like I had left my drum set over at his house because we thought we were going to start another band. Long story short, another guy, a dr- another drummer who I know, who I stole your snare, friendly with. He didn't steal it. He like switched it out. But I gotta be honest with you, that snare was getting really shitty anyway. <laughs> so I kind of upgraded accidentally. Wait, he upgraded your snare, and you're like, eh, good enough. I don't even think he meant to. However, I think because I can't find it, I think he. Again, I don't think he did it intentionally. I think he stole my splash symbol, so he might have ended up with a with a better deal at the end of the day. But anyway, it was a whole situation. But so yes, yeah, so my snare is different. Splash, relatively useless symbol. Yeah, but it's fun to have. I think the only thing that's ex- that's exactly the same is my hi hat. The entire the like the 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 well, metal part broken your ride symbol. Or oh, and and it? that yeah, that twenty two inch rude. That one's the same, but both of my crashes are new. I think it's a fucking tank. <laughs> yeah, I, I could roll that down the driveway into the street. It'd be fine. <laughs> both of my crashes are new. Um, my 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 kick pedal is new because I have a double pedal. But most of my hardware is still the same. I just a lot of the other stuff has changed. So do we still have a uh, four toms? I only play with three, but I do have the fourth tom. It's just sitting on the floor. I don't have to set up. That's the one that was on the symbol stand? That's the one that was on the symbol stand. Okay. That's correct. And I still have that symbol stand. I just don't use that rack tom holder. So I have a 10, a 12, and a 16. I took out the 13. I used to have 10, 12, 13, 16, which never really made The 13, it's just an odd size. It never really yeah. made any well, sense. So. Wouldn't you get like a 14, it seems? I mean, you would think, but I got whatever I got when I bought the set. Yeah, I know. That's just how it came. How much was that? Like 500 bucks? No, I seem to remember being like seven or 800. And I feel like mom where and dad did... paid like half of it and I paid the other. I was other about half. to say, where did you get that money from? 700 bucks is a lot of money, especially back it's then. It's a lot of money for, yeah. I feel like that's right. I could probably contact John Halloran, friends with him on Facebook. He might know. I don't know. Let me look at my book. Did you buy Go from him? 30 years. Yeah, I bought it from John Halloran. You're taking me oh, right, back, man. Right, right, right. I remember going over to his house in Woodlake into his garage and seeing it for the first time. And it's like Pulp Fiction when they open up the thing. <laughs> and like the smell of it and everything. Like I, I remember it like it was yesterday, which is pretty crazy. I haven't thought about that probably in 30 it wasn't years. yesterday, as we mentioned, 30 it years definitely ago. Definitely was not yesterday. Wait, you um, didn't get that till 94? Yeah, because. There's no way that's right. Let me bore everybody with this story. The summer between 8th and ninth grade, as you know, Todd, Stephen Levin, Ted Richardson, and I started a band. And we played on, like, this piece of shit, beat-up little electric kit. And then we... I can't remember the kid's name, but we found a kid who had a drum set. We were like, all right, he can be in the band, too, just because he has a drum set. We'll go over and practice at his house. He lived somewhere in Wildwood. He was a rich kid. And so that was like the f- our first semester of our freshman year in high school, which was 93 for me, showing my age. Um, you're older. Who cares? And we – so we played like we practiced. That was Moral Hazard, if you remember. We practiced several times as Moral Hazard. Classic. I really don't remember the kid's name. That's kind of bad. And then that kind of died, but Steve and I were like, this Wait, is fun. Wait, was it like, your friend should... who lived in Spring Valley? 
What was his name? Mm-hmm. You had a good friend in middle school, and then you guys drifted he apart. Spring Valley. He lived Michael, in Spring Valley. Michael Brew? No. No. Also a similar situation, but no, this was after Brew. Um, I'll let you think about that while I finish the story. He, I remember you played Super Nintendo with him at his house a lot. He lived near the Oh, jumps. Andy Tucker. No, this was not Andy Tucker. Andy Tucker had zero musical ability. He had a ping pong okay. table and a Super Nintendo, but he had no <laughs> musical ability. Um, yeah, I went to school every day at his after after school. I went to his house in middle school when we lived in Springhurst. Why is that? Why did you go to his house every day after school? Because, well, we took the bus home together, and like Dad, maybe off working or out of town, and Mom wasn't home yet. So rather than me coming home and being alone, I just went to Andy Tucker's house and had. Where the fuck was I? In school? I guess so. You were in high school at that point, so you were. Do we get out? Gotten out later? Then? Yeah, middle school was always the earliest. We mm. started at like fucking five forty-five. Felt like. God, but no, this didn't start early. Middle school is always the one that starts first, then elementary, then high school. Anyway, well, so our, yeah. it, in our area, it gets earlier the older you get. So high school starts first, then middle school, then elementary school. Pass. Elementary school starts at like nine oh five, and high school Ooh. starts at like seven oh five. Again, or some, brutal. I'm like, how does this even make sense? First of all, all the kids in elementary school are fucking bounces off, bouncing off the walls at 6 a.m. Yeah. Let and then like school. the high schoolers are <laughs> not awake till 1030. They're, Why are yeah, they the dragging ass but until noon? Anyway, Todd, to finish the story. So it's weird. It wasn't until I don't want to say deep into, but well into my freshman year, which was 94, that I finally bought the set and then JYD was formed. And the rest, yeah. as they say, is history. I thought it was I thought it was ninety two or ninety three. No, definitely not ninety two. I was in fucking middle school. I, I didn't have a drum set until I was in high school. Yeah, I guess I thought you were older than you are. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember you playing uh songs off of uh In Utero, which I guess came out in ninety three, so Yeah. It would make sense. I did. Drum, I I drum definitely kit. was li- listening to a bunch of tapes cassette tapes of nirvana because at the time dave Grohl was the biggest drummer in the world because nirvana was the biggest band in the world and so yes in in utero bleach i was listening to all of that and taking i would take notes like i, I probably still have them somewhere because i keep everything like flams do lots of flams because dave Grohl does a lot of flams um that sort of thing just to you know educate myself on uh the proper ways of of drumming. But anyway. I'm trying um, to remember the song that you were trying to learn how to play. I remember you saying it it just made you tired. Talking about the do do ga do ga do 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 ga do 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 ga do ga do 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 ga Is that the Francis Farmer song or is it something else? I don't know. But I'm sure that's the one you're thinking of. Yeah, I think it is a do, do, ga, do. Knowing you, I'm sure you'll listen to it. it you, you, within the first five seconds, you'll know if that's what the song is, because that's how it starts. It starts with Dave Grohl just pounding the drums. Yeah, that's, oh, I mean, that's geez. still a challenging thing to play. Like, that's not, that's not easy. And when I was 13, 14, it was impossible. I didn't know how to do it. I guess 14. 
It's very difficult. Let's let Todd listen to it. Wait for his reaction. We'll, we'll I don't sit. Think it's that song. It's definitely off that album, though. You're not wrong. Yeah, I know it's off that album. I was trying to think. And then I played Territorial Pissings a lot, too, because I just thought that song was awesome. I mean, it is a good song. That's still not different. My opinion is still not different of that song. What's your favorite Nirvana song? Oh, by the way, I was, that's not, don't answer that because it's a waste of time. It's funny you br- that we've come to this point because when I was waiting for you to actually be on Skype so we could record this tonight, I came across a YouTube suggested clip that said, how is it that Pat Smear came to join Nirvana? It was a Howard Stern interview with the whole Foo Fighters band. I just happened to watch that. Just a three-minute clip a few minutes ago. Or a few well, minutes before we started. What's the answer? Is that Pat Smear was friends with Courtney Love, and Courtney Love convinced Kurt that they needed more depth to their guitar sound. And so Kurt just called up Pat Smear. He said they'd only met each other once before that and was like, hey, you want to join Nirvana? And he was like, sure. And so he did. Hmm. And then Dave Grohl tried to say, like, in this interview, he was like, yeah, and the crazy thing was, Pat Smear was by far the most talented guy in the band. And Howard Stern was like, is that true, Pat? And he was like, no. Dave, Dave Grohl was the most talented musician. <laughs> He's like, absolutely not. Yeah, Kurt was the best guitar player. Dave was the best overall musician. Oh, it's Scentless Apprentice. Scentless Apprentice, yeah. Or scent, is it Scentless? Not scentless. Scentless. Scentless Apprentice, yeah. Yeah, it's a good jam. See, now I'm going to have to go back and listen to that album. It's a good album. All right, Todd's rocking out the Scentless Apprentice. So we've lost Todd for a few minutes, so we'll carry on. Let's get yeah, back no, to I'm Wood still Talk. Here. Okay. Wood Shop. That's what you should fucking call the show. Wood Shop. <laughs> and you can, here we go. I got a great idea. I don't know how let's set this up, but you can take calls, take live calls. Oh, yeah. Asking questions about how to properly store, cut, utilize wood. I mean, I've been splitting a shit ton of wood. So you're literally putting the pieces. Did it not come split? The cords were like oh, full the cord cylinders. Came split. I'm saying we we had the old stuff. Three trees cut down. Oh, the trees. Okay. And the guy uh, just chopped them into like logs. Yeah. Just left them in the yard. He's like, oh, I can give them to your neighbors for firewood or whatever. And so I, you were like, this fuck summer, our neighbors. Sweat my ass off splitting a bunch of that. And then I've been, just been doing it. Here and there. So you're splitting it with a splitter? Yes. Or with a, an axe? It's called a, a maul. Yes. A wood splitter. It's like an See, axe, but... I tell you, man. We're learning something. It's an eight-pound splitter that I got from Harbor Freight. <laughs> nice. I don't, I don't think it's the best one, but... Wait, the eight-pound is not the weight? Like, that's a that's a gauge? No, that's the weight of the head. Like an eight-pound sledge, except it's a splitter. Yeah, that sounds brutal. Is this one of these things where you do it like every other week because you wake up the next morning and you're sore as shit? Uh, <clears throat> so I've been having problems with my shoulder and that does not help. <laughs> Just put it that way. But you have to be careful. Like it's it's the the mall is typically not very sharp. It's more that the angle of the head because it's made to just sure. split stuff. No, I actually get that. I understand that. Um, but uh I mean, you have to you have to have a little bit of technique because you don't want to like 
bang yourself in the shins and like go to the hospital because you <laughs> ran a wood mall through your shin bone. No, you don't want to do that. Much like using an axe. You definitely don't want to do that. I remember this was years ago, probably early high school, maybe middle school. We were at Drew Tony's house, RIP. And uh, like next to his house was like this natural area. And a tree had fallen down. And he had a little hatchet. And he was like, let's cut up this wood. And we were like, all right. And he was, he was like standing over it and cutting underneath himself. Like between his legs, oh, sort of a thing. It's not as bad. It's, it's not as bad as it sounds, but it definitely put the fear of God into me. <laughs> and he was like swinging again. Just picture swinging right underneath you. So you're standing on a log. You're swinging between your feet. And then one of the strokes he just missed, and let go of the, <laughs> the hatchet. And so it just flew through his legs like behind. Oh, that's better than flew into his leg. Yeah, no, I I knew that's what you thought. I'm I was sure it was not was sharp, like. but. I'm sure it wasn't. It's again, we're fucking 12 year old boys or whatever, but I was like, whoa, I'm not standing anywhere near anyone doing that ever again. But it was, uh, it was good times. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. She's cold, Todd. It's freezing in her room. Turn the heat on. Put more logs on the fire. Todd's having a familial interruption. So we'll just talk through it. I believe one of his daughters is chilly. He's telling her to get the fuck out. And so she did. In any event. Um, so yes, be careful with your mall. Your eight pound mall. I, I assume that's there's M-A-U-L. A, uh, there's a fella on TikTok. Yeah. That splits wood. He's a, he's a sexy man. I think it's mostly women that watch his channels because mostly he, women he and Todd split shirt shirtless. You're such a homo. <laughs> well, I was just like, oh man, that guy's really good at splitting wood, and then I realized that uh, I think women were just watching him for. Was it was it the first or the third time you saw him edit the videos where it's slow motion when he took his shirt off that you were like, maybe this isn't intended for me. <laughs> He does it's not it's not that. His name is Thorin Bradley. Oh my god. Are all the Girl are shirt. all the thumbnails Yeah. Are all the thumbnails of him shirtless? Uh no, but he's like posing in a lot of them. Oh jeez. <laughs> take this gay porn off my screen. I don't need to see this. Anymore. <laughs> Splits massive fucking things. They're like yeah, three looks, feet wide. I couldn't exactly see like, it. Looked like he was just pounding a tough. table. And people are like, "Yeah." <laughs> like if you read the comments, it's hilarious. The women are just like <laughs> melting. Pound it, baby, pound it. <laughs> and then I saw another TikTok. It's like this fat dude is like, this is what a real man splitting wood is. And he's, he splits something. He takes his hand and smacks his belly. <laughs> he jiggles with each like, oh, yeah, stroke. I probably look a lot more like that guy than that. Hang on, hang on. Thorin fella. How many, how many followers does wood, wood porn Thor have? Uh, he has quite a few. Let me see. Over a million, I'm sure. Oh, my God. Todd, this is your opportunity. Let's see. It's this whole, Bradley. It's this whole subculture that we didn't know existed. You got to get into the wood porn industry. 
He has oh nine point seven million followers. Good God. A <laughs> hundred hundred and seventy three million likes of his videos. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, here you go. His uh <laughs> I'm looking at his page now. Evidence-based fitness and health advice you can easily apply every day while living a rural and outdoor-friendly existence. Yet every fucking video I'm looking at is him holding an axe. Mostly topless. <laughs> topless? He's just swinging with the shirt off, man. There's him shaving his beard. This, that video is sponsored by Manscaped, of course. Yeah, it's weird Where? that he shaved his beard. and I don't think he looks as good clean-shaven. Just stop talking. You're digging yourself a hole here. Yeah, he's not nearly as sexy now that he shaved his beard. Wait a minute. He's got his own fitness app. Yeah, I got an idea. Just do, just chop wood all the time. That'll get you in shape too sweet. Uh, yeah, it's not easy. And also, I was doing it in uh, summertime, so it was hot as fuck. You must have been looking at Instagram. Sweat. I'm looking at YouTube. He only has 613,000 subscribers were you on the gram? Uh, no, I'm TikTok. Oh, t- oh, Jesus. I should have known. Of course you're on TikTok. I got fed his content one time, and I was just like, oh, Boy, does that algorithm word. work for Todd. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? I said, boy, did that algorithm work for Todd. Thank you, TikTok, <laughs> for feeding me the sexy, pulsating muscles of Thorin. Yeah, his videos on YouTube don't get quite that many views. I mean, 25, 30, 40,000, sure, but nothing in the millions that I see here. I mean, there's a lot of women that duetting his videos, which is something you do on TikTok, just fawning over him. Is that where you, you see their reaction? Like you're watching the video and yeah, basically. watching the people react? Okay, cool. All right, I really hope just by looking at that, I fuck myself with the... YouTube algorithm. I'm going to start throwing <laughs> those videos up. I'll have to say, please mute this. However it works on YouTube. I don't even know. All right, Todd. We spent 38, 38 minutes talking there's, about wood. There's a, there's a yes. channel called Thorin's Thirsty Wife. So I'm assuming they're not actually married. but I would assume not. Unless she's also chopping wood. Maybe he's married to some other fitness buff lady who's out there chopping chop a and Are you watching it now? Just let us know. I'm trying Wait. to read uh, some of the comments <laughs> about this fellow. Please share with the team. Uh, let's see. Love the gotta, tats, gotta Thorn. Find one that's, it's not x oh, Here's one. He has an eight-pound mall. It's, again, not the one that I have. but Right. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the 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 most liked comment. Will I ever buy an axe? Probably not. Did I watch anyway? Absolutely. <laughs> and who wrote that comment, Todd? What's the uh, screen? Uh, name that was person? a lady named Nessie. Oh, okay. As you're scrolling through, just just general, just ballpark it. Mostly ladies making these comments. I'm gonna assume. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Probably in the uh, 95. There's, the there's a few dudes. Okay. Well, again, he has a fitness app. I'm sure ladies can use it, but that's mostly geared towards the men. 
doing this hard outdoor sweaty work with the wood. Stroking the wood with the mall. We've lost Todd. He's deep. Yep. He's looking deep into the eyes was... of Thorn. Yes. <laughs> I just thought you'd enjoy that that TikTok guy. It's definitely your speed. <laughs> yeah. Your wife I... would probably like him. I'm sure she would. I'll, I'll <laughs> show show it to her when I finish the pod tonight. You might not see or, her for a while. I was about to say, I might just ask her, are you familiar with the... Oh, yes. <laughs> I keep asking you to chop the wood in the, the side yard, Scott. You don't listen to me. That would be more funny if she's like, yeah, I follow that guy. <laughs> I'm one of his 9.7 million. I mean, I, I follow him, so I, I'm one oh of his followers. <laughs> I think I do. Maybe not. Maybe I've just liked some of his videos, so I got so a lot of content. This whole thing. Just I was looking for tips on how to split wood. I mean, clearly yeah. he's good at it. Okay, but you should have quickly realized, oh, that's not what this is about. <laughs> Yet here we are. An avid I mean, follower. Whatever, I don't care. He can split yeah. shirtless. Doesn't. I don't give a shit. Anyway, I'm saying this is a missed opportunity for you, Todd. You're doing the work. Set up a fucking tripod. Get the camera going. Throw it on TikTok. I don't think I would get anyone. Fat man splits more than <laughs> zero followers. Do what the, what you said the fat guy was doing. Do it. Do a mall <laughs> swing and then fucking slap your belly. Slap your ass. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat in the moment, you know. Oh my god. Keep the fans listening. All the B town peeps. Todd, speaking of Thorin. It is satisfying when you split a log, though, and you get that nice clink. I'm sure it is. If you have that sound. Your wood can't be that moist. It's usually green wood, so yeah, it's more of a thud. Yeah, exactly. And like bark splits, you know. And I don't always hit cleanly, like occasionally I'll miss, so (laughs) you got to be careful. (laughs) Not miss, but like... um, not a I true cut. Say, I would say short or long swing. Like if it's a narrow piece, sometimes I'll hit more mm. like what I would call the hilt where the the maul and the <laughs> handle meet rather than the blade. Hang on. Can we get a glossary for this? Hilt, maul, just <laughs> use English. So you, so you make like a tiny kindling piece is what you're saying. No, like no, you don't no. Hit it I mean, square. so if there, if there's the blade coming down into the wood, I'll hit. I'll sort of miss the wood part and hit it. Oh, with the so you'll hit like with the handle. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Just also, PS, we've done this many times. You've never posted them. This would be a perfect time to actually have the video of this. I know you're not <laughs> recording today, but this would be a perfect time to have the video of this show. I so described it well. The fuck. Eh, it's it's an audio format. They don't need to see this. I assume you're doing this in the yard. So if you completely miss, you're not like going clang, 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 clang on the driveway. No, I'm doing it next to the garage. <laughs> Next I mean, I, so I have a, a larger stump that I put stumps on top of because it's also, you don't want to swing at your feet, basically. You want to have some no, elevation if you can. as I just described with my Drew Tony. And you really, you want to swing and then put like oomph right at, right before it hits. Like you want to have the most velocity there, obviously, right before the, the mall is hitting the wood. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's common sense. You get a little bit of a whip at the end, or that's at least my right. technique. I don't know if just that's like right. swinging a baseball bat. You want the Thorne can tell you, but I, I can't. <laughs> you want the maximum velocity coming through and acceleration at the time of the the bat contacts the ball, if at all possible. Um, if you're a power hitter, anyway, as I certainly was in my baseball days, big power hitter. But uh, yeah. the wetter the wood, the harder it is to split 
too, I would say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, that's that. Uh, that's actually joking. All joking aside, that's actually surprising to me. I would think if it's super wet and moist, it would just like it would want to 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 fall apart. You know, nah, what I mean? it it's more sticky if it's. If it's uh, drier, it naturally like fractures. It's you might get some yeah, of those stringy bits, but it it'll split more cleanly. On some yeah. of the bigger ones, you have to sort of like make marks and sort of cut across. But you can see where the cracks are, so you can also rotate the piece to sort of hit those cracks. And that right. helps. The fissures would talk. <laughs> Go out to the wood shop with Todd. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean that's that's really the only decision left to be made. What do we call the show? Anyway, go ahead. Speaking yeah. of Woodshop, have you have you watched any of our friend Mike's videos on YouTube? Not, not recently, but I saw I saw he made a was it the cat the cat feeding thing that he made? Yeah, he made he's made a bunch of stuff since then. I think he that's made, the last one that I saw. He made outdoor chairs and an outdoor table. He made a, uh, I think we talked about this on one of our uh, friend meetups. Yeah. He made a uh, a TV on, the, it's on a raising mechanism, like comes mm. out of a cabinet, but it's in his bathroom. <laughs> and when he first oh, yeah, shows the TV, it's it's like a 55 or 60 inch TV sitting on the floor Whoa. of his bathroom. And I'm like, why do you have that TV in your bathroom? And he, he said why, but I still didn't seem like a good reason to me <laughs> so now there's a now it comes out of a cabinet in his bathroom i was like why would you why? build this for your bathroom that part makes no I sense mean, to me even if i'm taking a long shit which i rarely <laughs> do it's still not long <laughs> enough to need television while i'm sitting yeah, in there. especially if you have your phone yeah and while i'm showering i'm i'm busy doing stuff in the shit like i'm not, i can't like just peek out yeah it's very weird to keep moving um I mean, again, great craftsmanship on everything that he does, but of course, anyway, I was thinking about making videos, honestly, today while I was stacking wood, I was like, oh, I should make a video on how to do this. Cause yes. I also, there's like a, there's a cheap, um, wood stacking thing you can do with some like three cinder blocks and mm. four two by fours. Okay. So that's what, that's what the smaller rack is. And I made a modified version for the larger rack of that too. Is the is the is the idea there to allow the airflow underneath? Yeah, you want to have airflow underneath. It shouldn't. Yeah. You don't want your wood sitting on the ground. So you use like pressure treated two by fours across three cinder blocks, and then you have two in the holes of the cinder block on either end. You have two two by fours sort of angled up in a inverse or a V shape, I guess. I follow. Um, and the wood the two by fours running across the cinder block sort of hold those in place. And then that, that holds the wood in that big stack. So you did build this for your stack. Yeah. I have one built and then there's like some weird plastic shit that like these big plastic pipes, oh. almost rigid pipes that sure. the old guy had um, his wood sitting on, but um, that you kind of have to naturally slope because it didn't have anything to hold on the ends. So I built just the ends on that. So that's probably like 12 or 14 feet long. <laughs> and then it has okay. the two wood ends. So, um, that thing has a shit ton of wood. You could fit it. It would almost hold a full cord. I think that eh, might hold a full cord. Almost. Interesting. 
And when I say interesting, I don't mean that, I don't mean that sincerely. But, um, okay. What else can we teach the people about wood? As a selling point for the upcoming podcast, Wood Talk, Wood Shop with Todd. I mean, there's lots of stuff we could chat about. I don't know what it is, but. I definitely don't know what it is, so <laughs> going to need you to take the baton on this one. <laughs> what about types of wood, Todd? What what type of wood did you get with, with the cord that you purchased? Uh, it's a mixed hardwood. Okay. Uh, your so wood you know. moisture meter looking on Amazon is going to run you anywhere from 20 to $36. And that's where you purchased yours was Amazon? No. Mine, I told you mine came with our insert. Oh, right. But these all have a digital LED. Mine just has lights. Mm. Again, it was free, so not entirely surprising. Well, it was free plus what I assume was fifteen hundred dollars for your fucking yeah, more than that. But yes, shimmy thing. Yeah. What do you call it again? Your dual burn stove shit. Oh, it's a wood burning insert. Wood burning insert. Now, as someone who's been to your house, most people are not, you used to have something up your chimney, like a balloon, a balloon like you yeah. closed it off, right? Yeah is, yeah. the, is the lower chimney still closed off? So you're only doing this in still the top? Still ballooned? Yes. The, yeah. There's a balloon in the lower chimney. Okay. They, they run up different flues or different whatever. So it doesn't, they don't impact one another? No, they run, so we have sort totally of separate. three three flues that run up there. The middle one is the upstairs chimney. The one, if you're facing the house, I believe on the facing on Doesn't the right matter. is the no downstairs chimney. And okay. the other one is like the exhaust for the furnace the bathrooms. Oh, from the furnace. Okay. Gotcha. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. What do you know? So you have no plans of ever using the, the downstairs fireplace. Then. Um, I mean, if we did, we'd probably have to put in another wood burning insert and the whole all in, it was quite a bit of money. So no, I don't gotcha. think so. Okay. Probably there, you have to get somebody to install it and then there's Clean the it. unit itself. Yeah. We, it does have a, a tax rebate that we were hoping to take advantage of though. Oh. If it burns over a certain percentage efficiency, you get like a tax credit. So do you, I can't believe we're still talking about this. Do you intentionally <laughs> uh, like turn your heat off in anticipation of doing the fire situation? Uh, I mean, it's the thermostat. So it's a thermostat, if we so it start a fire, it, it just doesn't need to run because the house has already gotcha. reached whatever temperature. 92 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it gets well above, like we typically have our heat set to somewhere between my wife is setting it more 66. If the girl's or I is setting it, it's more like 68. Um, Pussy! While okay. we're around. Gotcha. But the the fireplace will bump it up to 71 easy. Nice. So you can walk around in a t-shirt, which is kind of nice in the wintertime. Sure. So you have to go outside to the wood stack and grab a few more logs. Yeah. It's 35 and raining. Get up there in front of that blower, you'll be fine. <laughs> it also has... Uh, it has, it has its own flue that you can, uh, like if you open it up, it burns way bigger, but that burns the wood faster. Then sure. it has some other thing at the bottom that controls it. If you pull that 
all the way out, it basically kills the fire. <laughs> you can basically oh, wow. adjust how quickly it burns with that lower thing. You can adjust the oxygen input. I guess. That's the only thing that would kill a fire instantaneously. It yeah, yeah. It, it does, so you, it's the intent is you can uh, pull that out to make it burn more slowly. So if you want to... They they discuss like burning overnight. You can sort of set it up and then set it on a real slow burn and have it heat all night long. That's actually not a bad idea. That makes sense. Have you guys ever done that? The slow burn? Uh we've we've done uh, we've done a slowish burn. We've we just got our wood and it's wet, so um we've been using, as I mentioned, the the Lowe's version thing, so we didn't have enough to like really stock the fireplace. With... Gotcha. But they say you can like pack it out, and then it'll just like slow burn it all night long. Right. Yeah, Speaking of sense. wood talk, <laughs> slow burn it all night long. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Psst. Psst. Uh, okay. So if you want to give your wood all night long, you can use the slow burn thing pulled out. <laughs> Can I get that at Lowe's? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> I've been to Lowe's many times because it's very close to my house. I've never seen that section. Do you want to have a slow burn with your wood all night long? Come to Lowe's, aisle seven, baby. I'll have to look for that. Um, what am I looking at? Anyway. All right. Let's, uh, you're recording? Let's start the show. Oh, shit. We're 53 minutes yeah. in. We Todd, should start the show. Speaking of, it has nothing to do with wood, actually. But speaking of Thorin and his fitness app, we talk about this pretty much every year. But I'm going to ask you again anyway. Because I feel like it's a relevant question that podcasts should be talking about hmm. as we shut down 2023. Shut it down. Resolutions for 24. What, what's what's coming up in your life in the next year? Big things, little things, wood things. Nah, I don't. I mean, I don't really do resolutions. I am possibly going to try and get on a GLP one or whatever. <laughs> See if I can do that. Oh, Zempic, one of those things. The oh, type two diabetes pill. Now, what does that do? I've seen commercials for Ozempic, but I never pay attention to them. Uh, oh, oh, Ozempic. It basically, uh, you, know. you, can lo- you can lose a shit ton of weight on it pretty effortlessly. This is, I believe, I've read this just recently. Ozempic is like, is it a Pfizer drug? It's it's like the most successful drug of all time or something. I feel like I've read that. Could be. I mean, there, it's called semaglutide, I think. And there sure. are different versions. I think... I think semaglutide does one thing and there are some now that do two or three and what that Mm. thing is. I don't remember exactly. Basically like from what I've, I've listened to a few podcasts about it and it sort of kills your hunger. Yeah. But how So you just, that's, uh, well, that's the, I listened to a podcast that was, there was a two part podcast. One was talking about the, the amazing benefits and how well it works. And the other was with the skeptical doctor. Who's like, I think he was actually an endocrinologist and why he mm. doesn't like it. Cause he's like, he's like, it's not solving the problem because <clears throat> if you go off it, people gain the weight back like immediately. Sure. 
Um, and he's like, it's basically <laughs> dulling the pleasure center in your brain. So you're just like, that sounds terrible. He's like, so it can cause <laughs> depression. Yeah, of course. Um, but um, the other people that are on it eat less. They eat, they have less interest in sugar. They eat more vegetables and healthy proteins and do like a lot of healthy things. It's crazy. It sounds miserable. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I think they exercise more too. It's very weird. So huh. I, I, the interesting thing is that like, um, like listening to this talking about like, obviously with weight gain and, uh, weight loss, there's a lot of stigma, like basically fat yes. people are lazy versus true non-fat people aren't, which is, I mean, I've never thought it that entirely true, but like some people it's just way easier. Like we have friends, I mean, you, I think work at it, not Maybe not I mentally, do. but you exercise a lot, so that is what keeps your weight in check. If you did not exercise, I think you'd probably balloon up because I don't think you 100%. have a particularly healthy diet. <laughs> I'm fucked genetically, and my diet's not great. That's true. Um, it's not bad, but, but it's like, we have friends. Our friend uh, Ricky, like, I don't. He exercises some too. I, I I don't mean to say that he's not like a healthy person, but I think I've he's never just heard of nor thin. seen like Ricky exercise. He what also does he do? doesn't. He doesn't like cake. So, I mean, he's like, yeah, I don't really like that. Or people are like, I don't really like sweets. I can never question why that. we're friends. It's just with not true people. for me. Go ahead. Yeah, I love sweets. You, I, The shit I just bought today, because it was 75% off on at Safeway, all the Christmas candy is embarrassing. Also, they they now have the display for the Valentine's candy. So I just went ahead and picked up some of that, too, <laughs> just to get ahead of the curve. But yeah, so, so, I mean, so, there's like a genetic component to like, what you know what triggers your your pleasure your yeah sure pleasure center or whatever and for some people food it just doesn't do that so i think it's yeah. easier for them to maintain a healthy weight because their brain works differently than other people's yeah they're stupid um <laughs> i think the toughest thing for me would be and again i we'll get back to the ozempic thing for you in a second but is like i i feel like i get a lot of pleasure out of eating certain foods and yes, including sweets. And it's like, to your point, I can balance that out with exercise. I can balance that out by trying to make the rest of what I eat relatively decent. But yeah, I think you've done actually a good job with their sponsor of a, uh, every plate or whatever the fuck that thing is. Yeah. Know? No, it's, it's again, not every meal, like tonight, the meal that, that Jamie made, cause I was at home most of the day was, was chili. It's not like it's just meat and beans and whatever else. Like there's, there was onion and tomato. Like it's, it's as healthy as, as it could get. And otherwise, yeah, everybody puts we did, onion and tomato in their chilies. I understand that. But before <laughs> we did every plate, like we had a lot of spaghetti, we had a lot of pizza. Like it was a lot of carb heavy stuff. Sure. And I think the thing that every plate helps, helps us do is, like almost every meal is protein. Bring like some variety involves, into your diet. <laughs> definitely the variety. That's the main reason we got it. But also there's a lot of protein. Like the, the one meal that we have left in this box for this week is, um, I forget what they call it, but it's like, it's tacos, but the shell of the taco is a, is a lettuce leaf. And so it's just like sure. wraps, lettuce, lettuce wraps. But it's like meat and vegetables and a lettuce wrap. Again, I'm not saying it's the healthiest thing in the world, 
but we would have never yeah. even thought to make that four yeah, or five years we, ago. We do that sometimes, more like Korean lettuce wraps. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've had that before, actually, through every plate, believe it or not. That's not what this one is this week, but... Um, I lost my train of I mean, thought. Was corn tortillas aren't like the worst thing in the world if you weren't no, but it's a, wanting to make it. But lettuce is a better alternative because lettuce is just water, essentially. Yeah, um, it has no nutritional value. It has no it nutritional has no value. I understand nutritional that. value. But just, just, just something a to choice. chew. It's good fiber for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it gives you healthier shits, and that's that's important too, having good shits. Um, but yeah, I forgot my point. So let me ask you this. First of all, you said what you what you call it? GLP one. I think that's what it's called. That's the that's what the class of drugs that they are. Oh, okay. Don't look it up. I don't care. No one else cares. Second thing, yeah, was GLP one. Was this suggested to you by your endo, or this is something no, you I, asked I, your I, endo? Like I said, I've listened to a few podcasts about it. I don't, the podcast. I get, I'll give a podcast recommendation here. Um, Can't no, wait. I forget the name of it. Already, uh, already love it. What'd you say? I said, already love it. When you're when you're not up. listening to us, if you if you want to check out the, uh, it's with Derek Thompson. It is called Plain English. It's on the Ringer Network, but it's actually really interesting. I first okay. uh, became aware of him. He he's a writer for the Atlantic, and he's written a book, and I think is currently writing a book. Um, he was on Bill Simmons' podcast talking about COVID stuff. Mm. Um, Cause he does a lot of like science and finance and social science sort of stuff. Sure. Sure. Um, but he, he was talking about, they were talking about how like going to the movies was actually one of the safer places. Cause you're sort of spread out from people and uh, oh, you're not COVID. talking yeah. during a movie. So the chances of you like spreading COVID and that anyway, <clears throat> um, but he had done a couple episodes about it. And then my wife has a friend who was on it. And she's like, she lost like 50 pounds in like two months. Oh, wow. Which seems maybe a little rapid. <laughs> That's a lot. That's actually, that sounds dangerous to me. Yeah. Um, and I, it's like, I looked it up. It's not, it's not made for T1Ds, but some doctors are, it says prescribing it off label. I assume that just means like on the sly. I don't really know what that means. Um, but it means it's there cheaper, have I there have been some T1Ds that use it. Interesting. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, the thing where you gain it back immediately when you get off. Sketchy. It's a once a week ej- injection for most of them, which not a oh. big deal for. No. For me. <laughs> of course. Um. And the side effects, I, I think. There's a couple of like scary side effects. One is like, I forget what, how they called it, but like death, it's like a stone stomach or something. Basically your stomach oh, stops being able to process food, which may not be reversible. I was like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Good Lord. Pass. Um, uh, and then other than that, it's like basically like nausea, but they said that it, that's like, Everything no, has that as a side effect potentially. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, so you have the, not talked to your for doctor me. About like, this, if I could, the thing where you gain the weight back is less encouraging. But if it's more like getting rid of the weight as like a starting point, and then yeah, <laughs> because 
the uh, diet and exercise, it's like, okay, if I, if I'm really good at this for like five years, I might, <laughs> might get, might lose 20 or 30 pounds, maybe, you know what I mean? Like, right. It's such a slow, laborious process. Sure. So that's that's my other which, question, which is why like, so many people yo-yo because they're like, oh, I lost some weight, yeah. and then they're like, like I lost probably thirty pounds on a no carb, low carb diet one time, and I kept it off for a while, but then I gained the it all Noom back thing? because what's that? Is that when you were doing Noom? No, no, that Noom thing oh. sucked, or it sucked for me because it was like they wanted you to have a group and a counselor. And I was pretty sure the counselor was like AI because they would answer any time. And I'm like, are you a real person? And they're like, yes. I know. I'm like, I, I don't think you are. Also, I don't want to talk to you about this stuff. I just want to like, right. like, just let me lose. The a weight. lot of it was psychology. They're like, you know, uh, a bunch of grapes is the same amount of calories as like a Hershey bar, but you're more full because it's mostly ass. water or something. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, but I prefer the Hershey bar. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I like the idea know, of the other thing care. filling me up, but like, anyway, a lot of the psychology was less useful than I would have hoped. Right. And my eating thing, not to get too personal, is it's more just like if I'm bored, I'll like, oh, I'll eat something. <laughs> I don't even have to really be hungry. That's the that. thing I was like, maybe the <laughs> GLP won't work for me because it's not really a like hunger session, but I think it just like, again kills the desire to eat sure fair which fine with that yeah i have noticed like if i've gone on any long-term diets after a while i don't really want to eat because the food isn't any good Mm. (laughs) that's interesting to me the food's not good well if you go on a low carb thing it's just like i don't want to eat this like sugar-free shit or cheese sticks or nuts because you eat a lot of protein but like yeah yeah that sounds miserable i guess you get you've you reduce so much of what you can eat that you're just like i don't want to eat any of this stuff i'll just like not eat right hmm yeah i mean i'm 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 not reacting because i've never actually done that which i know surprises no one um but yeah, I could imagine because you're eating like the same thing for basically breakfast and lunch, right? And a sensible dinner. Isn't that kind of what you've done in the past? So that's why you get sick of it. But I'll say, well, Todd's yawning. I'll say this though. Um, it's not not even that. It's it's not the variety. Like I don't need a ton of variety. It's just um, if you take away the foods that I really like and replace them with foods that I am Only sort maybe of indifferent kind of like, about, then it's just yeah. like, eh. Well, see, that's that's what I was going to say. I feel like for me, for me, and this is a decision I could easily make. I just need a I just need some better ideas. I feel like breakfast is like the worst meal for me in terms of what I eat. And I'll come back to that in a second. But let me also say I eat the same thing for sugar lunch. Smacks. <laughs> essentially, I eat the same thing for lunch every fucking day. So if it was something I was into, I could do that. I mean, I'm not even joking. Aside from the weekend, like Monday through Friday, I ate the same fucking lunch. And I have for years. This so that I could do. Burritos and a ham sandwich or turkey It used sandwich? to be PB&J. Now it's, yeah, now it's turkey and cheese. 
some chip, Cheetos, Doritos, Frito, whatever, a fruit and a, a cookie. Like that's my lunch every goddamn day. It never changes. Eight year old um, Scott. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then I put it in a brown lunch pat, like lunch sack, and I bring you it in my not. house. No, I don't. But I, I may as well. There's there's also gushers in there on Fridays as a treat. No, but um, but breakfast. Getting back now to my breakfast, like, yeah, we we discussed this on a recent episode of this pod. Thursdays and Saturdays. Today's Thursday, so I had it today. I have pop tarts and milk. Um, every other day is either some sort of cereal. Here during the holidays, we had. But that was a special meal. But like we had um, like uh, orange rolls, the Pillsbury orange rolls, which were amazing. Never heard of um, that. Is that like a cinnamon roll, just orange flavored? Yeah, the icing is just orange as opposed to hmm. just regular icing. It's fucking delicious. Wait, the color it. orange or it tastes The flavor, like no, the flavor is orange. It is also the color orange. Well, not yeah, I assume. Ironically. But that but that yeah. is not relevant to the. Uh, no, it's not to the flavor profile. But like, I feel like, but like, here, here's the problem though. I don't eat eggs. I don't mind sausage, but I don't see how people can have just like a meat or a protein for breakfast. Bacon is just too greasy and would just take too long. So I feel like that's the meal I need, I need to work on. And if I, if I had something that was just more protein heavy and less sugary, it would really help my overall GMI or A1C or whatever. Well, could you do like... Uh, a granola and yogurt. Yogurt. Do you like yogurt? I do like, I, I like granola and yogurt, but I feel like whenever I've had that out, it's very high in sugar. Very high. Yeah, it definitely has a lot of sugar. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on the granola and, and the if, yogurt. You, if you had like plain yogurt, um, just like a Greek yogurt that's not I, vanilla or sweet. I don't, th- I don't think I'd mind that, but I've never, I don't think I've ever had unsweetened Greek yogurt. That probably feels gross to me. I mean, it probably Vanilla, has a be little okay bit of sugar, it. but it's it's more tangy. Yeah, which you may need more a sweeter granola to to counteract that for you. But, sure. Or just fucking grow a pear and eat some eggs, like a normal. No, person. eggs are fucking gross. Even cutting up my daughter's eggs in the morning, I'm like, ugh, makes me vomit. I just have a couple foods I can't eat. Eggs, eggs are one of them. They're gross. And that that's all mental. No, it isn't. It's yes, not it all is. mental. The flavor's gross. The texture is gross. It's like give me a giving me a piece of ungrilled asparagus. I I might as well be picking up a piece of dog shit off the ground and eating. And you can't eat sausage. What's wrong? You can get no, no, like no. microwavable sausage. I, no, I no. I'm saying I'm I'm saying I can't just I couldn't just eat that. That that's my Sunday meal. I have a couple waffles and some sausage, some sausage links. It's very good. Could you do a? Sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Biscuit. I mean, minus the egg. A little heavy on sure. the carbs, but yeah. Or a and sausage and cheese biscuit. And I've done that. I've had, I had a sausage biscuit not that long ago. I like a good sausage biscuit. Again, I'm not against these things. It's just that would be a gigantic lifestyle change for me, and it's hard to make giant lifestyle changes. I had to make one six, eight months ago, and it was very challenging. And I didn't fully succeed in doing so. So it's because, again, a man of my age who's done many things the same for many years, it's hard to mix things up. So it's not a complaint. It's just reality. 
So you're you're taking the fucking quick way out, going to the drugs to uh, make your your hard left turn, and that's fine. Again, I think it literally is the most profitable drug in the history of drugs. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But I feel like that would make a big difference for me. I think that would help. Because like this morning, a I had my breakfast. Yeah, I I pre-ballist like 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes in advance. My numbers were like good, like 70s, 80s, somewhere in that range. I ate my Pop-Tart and then I drove somewhere today. And immediately I was over 200 within like 15 minutes. It was just a straight lineup. So the pre-ballist didn't work. It oftentimes does. It did to not do work. faster acting insulin. I mean, I don't know that there is a faster. I mean, well, that's not true. There's there is a new one. I have, I have the fastest acting. What's it called? You have like the lots of glob or whatever it's called. I have Lumjev. That's not the one I'm thinking of. There's another one. There's another one. Some of the glob or it starts with an L. I feel like. My endo mentioned. Uh, let's see. There's Fiasp. Yeah, that's not it. I've heard of that though. And. Lium Jev, that's what I have. That's it's okay. super fast. You don't have to like pre bolus. You just take it when you eat. And with certain meals, I can do that. But with pretty much every other meal, I have to pre bolus like by thirty minutes, up to an hour. I sometimes pre bolus an hour ahead, which is very oh, really, early. yeah. How do you how do you do that? Well, I just take it. Let's say I no. let's say I wake up. <laughs> I know, I know how you <laughs> physically do it. I'm like, how do you know? I'm writing an instruction. An hour ahead, step one, what you're gonna have. Or well, again, let's let's say need. it. Let's say it's a Thursday, so I know what I'm gonna eat, and I know exactly how much I need. If I wake up and I'm like 125, 130, something like that, I'll take my seven units, and then I just watch my my CGM closely, and not when it starts going down, but when it's like really starting to go down, that's when I eat. It normally kind of corrects itself, but it's tough. And sometimes like I get bit, like if it's a normal work week, which this is not, but if I take on a Thursday and then I get busy or I get stuck on a call, suddenly it's 75 minutes. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like I'm getting woozy over here. I have to eat an emergency. Like it's not healthy. It's not. No, I know it's not, not going I, over 200 I, to do that. I, I understand that. But so do you take a correction if you go if you like if you pre bolus and go over hundred this is some real deep diabetic talk here. The final episode of twenty three, deep wood talk turned turned into deep T one D talk. What's your question? Do I do what? Correction? So you had your Pop Tart, you pre bolus, yes. still yes. went over two hundred. How yes. do you do you bolus again at two hundred? No, because then I'll go low again. I know it's gonna come down, it just might take a little while. Might take an hour while. or two. Hour? Yeah, that's not too bad. Now, if it's two, three hours later and I'm still over 200, sure. I'll do a unit or two just to see what happens. But I can't panic correct because then I I'll just be on. I panic all the time. I hate I'll it just when be it on, over. I'll be on Thunder Road all day long. I hate if it I, too. If I get up but, to 250, I'm like, uh, I'm, I have a set, a number that I'm going to bolus. Yeah. If I go over 200, I'm actually at 199 right now, so I'm going to give myself a little. <laughs> 23 of the year that we lost all of our listeners. <laughs> Wait, you guys did 90 minutes on wood and diabetes? Okay, I'm out. 
We talked about some other stuff. I've lost knowledge. You talked about Nirvana for eight minutes. Otherwise, talked about wood and diabetes for the entire show. Well, what can we tell you? That's what Todd knows best. (laughs) So do you have any New Year's resolutions getting back to that? No, fuck that, no. Other than timing your boluses perfectly? I mean, I'd like to do better with that, but that's not a New Year's resolution. I think that every single day. But I like to just have a flat line, you know, be in range 100%. Which, by the way, with the Libre is fucking impossible. It's so much more sensitive than the Dexcom, and I'm all over the place. Like, it's... It's very difficult. You want to be in what? What percentage you want to hit? I, I don't have a number. Just a higher percentage than I currently hit. I don't know. Whatever that number is. What's your What's your current percentage-ish? I don't know. Because I'm, I'm new on the Libre. Know. I'm new on the freestyle, so I don't know. Oh. It, does it give you the... Uh, the stats like are the different. The 30-day number? No. They don't have the 30. They don't have the 14, 30, 90, <clears> like Dexcom. I'm going to miss that. I really like that. You could like set goals for yourself and like your best days, you know, how many days were you in range or 70 plus percent, whatever it is for Dexcom. Yeah, that's lame that they don't have that. They have, it's, I don't know, I can't pull it up while I'm on the Skype call, but they, they have different stuff. Like they have different measures. They have a GMI, which is basically a a rolling A1C, which is pretty interesting. Um, A1C. Yeah. <coughs> so, that's available. But yeah, it's just, it's just the the whole functionality is different. I'm just gonna have to get used to it. It's funny. My uh, GMI and A1C were like 0. 0.6 units off the last time I went to my endo. Really? Yeah. I mean, is that crazy though? There's got to be some. Well, it was like 7 and 6.4 or something. Like 6.4 yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So And wrong. 7 is what you... <laughs> seven's like, good for a day. Fine, yes. Seven's decent, yeah. Yeah, 6.4 feels like a false positive. Unfortunately. But that was, that was the A1C. Oh, the A1C was 6.4. Interesting. It was lower than my GMI. Yeah, that is weird. I don't know. Have to get an endo on the on the pod. Ask these questions. Hey, endo, I mean, why he, would that happen? He was saying like the A one C is your blood, mm. which he was saying is actually probably less accurate because your your uh, your GMI, your GMI is, based is based on your interstitial numbers. fluid yeah. or whatever. Oh, oh, it's not actually your blood. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know the details of that. I don't. I don't know enough to really talk about this intelligently. When's your next appointment? You ask these questions and bring them back. Bring uh, the answers back for another to the two or three months, probably. But okay. Well, I'll probably be before the uh, before you then. So I have to go back in ninety days to discuss the Libre versus uh, Dexcom. I feel like he just wants free copays. Bastards. Anyway. Um. Because, you know, that's how doctors make all their money is copays. <laughs> that's a stupid thing to say. He just wants the copay. I'm sure that's not the case. At 25 bucks. That's a bit higher than that. He's, he's out of uh, out of network for me. But anyway, um, which makes me want to find somebody new. But 
actually like this guy. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll keep the listeners updated. Anyway, so no, no New, Year, no New Year's resolutions for me. Just, uh, you know, be a better person. Not like to the rest of humanity. Fuck that. Oof, but that's going to be hard. Just a better person. Yeah, it's well, again, I've already set the standard. So, like, what can I do? How do you make perfection better? <laughs> I don't know that you can. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. That was the hard part. That's what I figured you meant. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't do those. If I if I want to do something or be better about something, I start it. If I thought Just today, do it, man. Yeah, if I thought today on December twenty eighth, I would. I wouldn't wait three days. Just start doing it today. You fucking lazy fucks. Just do it. I would wait five days. You probably would, and then you then you wouldn't do it for a year. And then we'd have the same conversation three hundred sixty-five days from now. Yeah. How'd you definitely. do on that, Todd? Yeah, I never started. Okay, well, here's your chance. Twenty twenty-five, the year that I do whatever it is that you didn't do in twenty twenty-four. Um, I mean, like you said, we're old. Like, I'm not gonna change that much. No, not at all. Fuck it. Just for the worst at this point. Um, just for the what? Just for the worst. Do you? You guys do anything? You guys do anything for uh, for New Year's? We are going to a a friendly gathering. Get the fuck out of here! Just the uh, the adults. What are the kids doing? Uh, Kids are coming. Kids are invited. uh, Can they make it to midnight? Some of our pool friends are hosting. Fucking yuppie pool town. Here we go. That's exciting. Is it? They live in a normal home and. Okay. A, a, a suburb. <laughs> don't we all? Do the is it is this a party that lasts till twelve thirty? Like, what's the situation? Um, because you have kids. No idea. Oh, we okay. went to a New Year's party last year with different people that lasted until after the ball dropped. I mean, after mm-hmm. the ball dropped, everybody was like, "See ya." Of course. <clears throat> so I assume it will probably last until about twelve fifteen. But okay. Interesting. I don't know the exact details. I, I was told we were going. I know the people in the, their home, but other than that, that's about all the information that I have. <laughs> are are they good swimmers? Do you know that? Uh, yeah. I mean, their kids are. Their kids are? Gotcha. That's good. Um, the, uh, the fellow is a volunteer firefighter and is in good shape. So I mm. assume he's a good swimmer, but does he more. chop wood in his front yard? Uh he could if he wanted <laughs> he to. He could. <laughs> oh god. Well that'll be he's fun. He's one of the fitter people that I know, I would say. Interesting. Do <laughs> you keep a top ten ranking in your head at all times? No, but I mean he 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 looks like he works out, I guess is Gotcha. As opposed to just a, a regular person. He's always talking about the half marathon he's running next weekend. He's one of those kind of guys. I don't Obnoxious think he's a assholes. runner, but he oh, he okay. has like I don't I don't know if he is, was in the military. He has like a military sort of vibe oh. in how he carries himself. Gotcha. Like, seems disciplined. He salutes you when you enter his home. No, I mean I I mean that I mean he's a super nice guy. I mean that as a compliment. Like, in a positive way. That's no, clear. You yeah, mean in a positive he's not way. like a slub, <laughs> a slug. So is the opposite of. He's I don't know what word I was looking for. He's not like me. He's not like a fuck up. <laughs> Hang on. Slub? 
Schlub is the word I was looking for. Your verbal dexterity is uh, akin to your, your physical You would never say slub. No, no one would. <laughs> Unless they're making fun of you for saying it. He's, he's not a slub. Oh, what a way to end the year. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's going to be the word of 2024. 2023 was Riz, but... 2024 yeah. was slub. Slub, baby. <clears throat> Mark it down now. I'm going to hashtag that shit. Oh, God. That's fucking hilarious. Uh, well, that'll be word fun. of the year. Yeah. Have you heard the word of the year is Riz? You just, just now. I, I did see and that. Do you, on do you know what something. that means? Have you heard that slang term before? I do. I had to ask my wife what it meant. And she knew from watching TikTok. She had to explain it to me. It's way <laughs> too close to of- other words that mean nothing like it. There's opinion, a house. But, well, it's charisma, basically. I know. There's I a know. house of highlights video where this mm-hmm. this kid's like his grandma's looking at a photo of his girlfriend, and she's like, "What does she say?" She says, "Oh wow, she's darling. I didn't know you had so much riz, no cap." And he's like, "Who told her what to say?" <laughs> she just has this big ass smile on her face. <laughs> she was fed a line, basically. It's funny because the first word she says, she, I don't know if she says darling. She says something that like only a 70 year old would yeah, say. And then course. she says Riz no cap. Now, I can be honest. I don't think I know what no cap means. Like no doubt. No lie. No lie. No lie. What is that? What a is cap that? What is, is the cap? Lie. Oh, okay. What's that? No, that, that answered my question. A cap is a lie. Okay. So no lie. I, I don't know why. I, I only know I that. Exp- not, because of, of the internet, no one knows why. My it kids just don't use that slang. They know Good. what it is, but they don't talk like that around the house. Good. Keep that up. <clears throat> Can't have my nieces. Although some of their friends shit. have, I've heard them use some slang. Apparently, um, there's a G Y A T is get, which is what you say if you see a girl with a big butt. It has <laughs> some, it's an acronym for something. <laughs> It, but they like to say that. <laughs> or it is a description of a big butt. Yeah, okay. In in a positive matter, manner, I guess. Of course. It's all positive. Yeah. Riz is positive. No cap is <laughs> Well, I mean I don't know if they're positive, all positive but Well, yeah, that's true. <clears throat> but I heard my my daughter's friend's sister who was ten, I think, say that. She yeah. had a big gat. Which I don't I don't know if you can use it that way, but I don't think that's the right usage. Yeah, based on what you just said, it's so not, it's a it's slang term noun. used to express strong excitement. Um, it's most commonly used in exclamation and reaction to seeing a large butt. It, butt that is the buttocks, and may be used as a noun to mean a large butt. So I guess you can. Oh, okay. Look at that. Look at the ten ten year old using it in uh, multiple ways. Uh, apparently, the acronym stands for "Girl, your ass is thick." Okay. I thought thought was going to be included in that somehow. T-H-O-T, but I guess not. Girl, your ass is thick. It's or like a girl, your ass thick. Oh, you can leave girl, your ass is. thick. Yeah, no, I got it. I, yeah. They don't have a bunch of linking verbs in there. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So we learned something new today on the show. Yeah, there you go. We learned a lot about wood. And here at the very end, we wrapped it up with uh, some local slang from uh, from Todd and his young young daughters. My daughter does not use that slang either, but she 
doesn't really speak in complete sentences. She probably does. So. You just can't understand her. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She might. <clears throat> Who knows what she's picking up at that school. Anyway, okay. Let's call it a show. Let's call it a year. 2023, the year that was. 2024, the year of expansion for the BroPod Network, including Wood Talk with Todd. Um, the T1D show, which never got off the, never got off the ground. We should, really, we should really make that happen. Wilson said he's in. I don't know what his recording schedule would look like. He might not be willing to record up till midnight. What he are we going to talk about? Just T1D stuff? Yeah, just T1D stuff. I mean, we just did it right here for 25 minutes. Could, I mean, we could make this show into that. We could have a segment. We could. But I feel like we've, like, let's say we did that next we week. We established an audience with our tomfoolery. <laughs> Don't want to hear <laughs> medical tomfoolery. Yeah. We, we can discuss. I'll talk to Willie. Um, anyway, so looking forward to that. And uh, everything that 2024 is going to bring. It's going to be exciting. Oh, and for the record, I, I didn't finish the thought. For the 12th year in a row, there will be no partying on New Year's Eve from the uh, Hoffmans out here in the Mountain Time Zone. Hoffman's we'll be lucky. West. Yeah, we'll be lucky if we can stay awake long enough to watch it, honestly. But we'll see. Um, I typically do. but Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to take some caffeine. Well... No surprise there. Not in pill form, just no, I know. DC. D- yeah, DC on tap. That, that's how you show up, right? You have a bottle of wine and then a two-liter well, I'm going to be at somebody coat. else's house. I can't just show up. With, show I mean, up with I guess I could pack. show up with a two-liter or something. Yeah, or a 12-pack, either way. Something on it. Or just a cooler. Be like, yeah, we bought some beverages. Oh, a 12-pack, people are going to want some. I went that with yeah, this for myself. Just, I should just the, take a liter bottle. I was just about to say, do the rare move and take a liter and be like, yeah, this is this is for, for 15 me. minutes. <laughs> just have a cold upon arrival. I was about to say, how long is that going to last, though? If you're arriving not at like 9, long. 10 o'clock, it's not going to make it till midnight. Yeah. I mean, I assume we'll be arriving more earlier than that. So, yeah, it's not going to make oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah, go with the two liter or try to find the rare three liter. See how long you can make it. I thought we determined three liters don't exist anymore. Yeah, I think they're dead. I haven't seen one for decades. That's a shame. Love the three liter. The 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 uh, what do you call it? The refrigerator breaker, refrigerator shelf breaker, is what a three liter <laughs> basically was. Kaboom! Psh, splash. Anyway, I wonder if that did breaks. <laughs> of course it did. Those a things three are liter huge. Shelf. Yeah, you got to place it on the shelf if you're a kid. <clears throat> Little asshole kid, and you kind of throw it in there. Shelves are breaking, baby. That's probably why two liters are the only ones that made it. Too many broken shelves. Anyway, all right. 90 minutes in, we're going to call it. Um, thanks to our sponsors tonight, uh, Thor and Bradley. Go to his YouTube page. Go to his TikTok page. Is that his last name? Bradley? I think so. Isn't that what you said it was? Whatever, we'll go remember. with it. Sounds right. I'll ask, I'll ask Jamie afterwards. I'll make sure I put it in the show notes accurately. <laughs> I'm sure he's just so be like, oh yeah, that's his name. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, Scott, when are you getting those tat those chest tat- tats? <laughs> Soon, dear. Soon. Anyway, um proud sponsor of the I don't show think tonight. The tats are the, the big distinguishing difference between you two. <laughs> I think that's about it. Everything else is the same. Hairline, uh, body physique, ability to chop wood. We're pretty sure. much identical. Yes. It's just the tats. The Nordic chest tats. That's the only thing. 
separating me and old Thorin. Anyway, uh, proud sponsor tonight's pod. We appreciate that. And uh, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Slide into our DMs on Instagram or Twitter, the underscore bro underscore pod. Check out our website, bropodnetwork.com. And uh, shoot us an email with any uh, thoughts, comments, questions, criticisms. Thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. Thebropodnetwork at gmail.com. That's where you can go to send us your thoughts. And we appreciate it. Again, I feel like I already said all those things twice. Anyway, um, so yeah, here's to a great 2023. Everyone have a safe and happy New Year's Eve. This will be up before New Year's, hopefully. Again, just like we did with the Christmas thing. While you're gathering around with your friends at a party, drinking liter Diet Cokes, you can uh, play play the Bro Pod episode or a three liter if you can find one. It's probably not going to taste good. <laughs> Diet Coke does expire. Um, but if you find one that was generated after 2023, then you'll enjoy it. Anyway, um, so yeah, have a hafe, have a hafe and sappy, <laughs> safe and happy Hafe and sappy. <laughs> And uh, enjoy New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and starting off 2024 with a bang, just like you did by listening to this episode of Bro Pod Now. So, as always, we thank you for listening. And until next year, everybody, peace! <laughs>